Welcome to episode 26 of Viper Recruit Spotlight. I am your host, Wack. Joining alongside with me today is Just Jackson. Uh, Ashton had some work commitments he couldn't make, so it's just me and you, man. But but how are you doing today, man? Doing good. Had a uh, very busy day today. Drove out to Dallas for a uh, media day at Dallas Christian. Uh, have another media day tomorrow, then driving back to the Woodlands for a media day on Saturday. So just going to be a busy weekend for me. Uh, also been a pretty busy and exciting week in recruitment as well. So very excited for the show today. Yeah, it's it's kind of media day central for Vibe right now. I mean, all this week, um, kind of all next week. Uh, next week, we got Sam Marcus on board, which I'm excited about. Um, ha- happy to have them as part of the Vibe campus family. And we got San Antonio Christian on Saturday and Regents uh, the day after San Marcus. So uh, lots of good campus stuff uh, around the corner. Be sure to be, you know, be on the lookout for that on, on Vibe.com. But yeah, there, there was some busy week. Uh, there, it was a busy weekend, I guess you could say, in the uh, Texas high school football uh, recruiting um, ranks. And, and of course, no bigger story than the Texas A&M pool party. Um, some commitments worked out. Some did not. Um, you know, the Austin Novosad um kind of thing he, he put, put a post out i think it was was it tuesday or wednesday i believe it was that he is staying with baylor we'll see if that what plays out obviously you know uh, he has until the i mean february te- technically to, to decide uh, but uh, early signing day is coming up towards the end of the year so with that being said jackson talk to me about this pool party man what what were your overall impressions uh, i would say AM came out a definitely a big winner in all this uh, but give me your overall impressions on it yeah, I thought it uh, started off kind of with a bang uh, the day before, two days before the pool party, really, with uh, Malachi Nelson, five-star quarterback from California, who's committed to USC, uh, took an unofficial visit to Texas A&M. This, is, this was not a uh, paid trip by A&M. This was him paying money out of his family's pocket to go visit College Station, uh, which is very interesting. And obviously, there's a lot of interest there. And I saw something before we started the show that there is a lot of interest in Texas A&M for Malachi Nelson, which is huge for Texas A&M as they've missed out on a couple quarterbacks since uh, former A&M commit, now Alabama commit, Eli Holstein uh, went away from the Aggies class. So this is kind of big news for A&M. That was the start uh, the weekend off. Then you had number one linebacker in the state and in the country, Anthony Hill commits to Texas A&M. This was huge for AM. It's a head-to-head battle with Texas. Uh, it, it really puts a great start on this class. AM has been missing that big-time linebacker. Have, haven't been able to get that guy in the past couple of years. Finally, they got a commitment from Anthony. He's a guy that's going to be locked in. Artie is recruiting from the class. So big-time get for the Ags there. Uh, next off, we had Dalton Brooks, DB, or DB and wide receiver from Shiner, uh, committed that weekend as well. That's another big get for AM. Uh, He's a guy that can play either position at the next level, which is very intriguing for AM to have a guy like that as we took a guy in the last class uh, from Georgia that does the same thing. So uh, those were two big, big gets on the weekend. And then that leads to uh, Monday or Tuesday, if I believe, uh, with the Tascacita offensive uh, or defense alignment, Samu Tomonu Pepe, uh, big time get for AM. He's a guy that AM likes because he's different than the typical defensive lineman they've been going after the past couple of years. He's a large human being. He's 6'4", 380. I've heard he's already dropped down 25 pounds, trying to drop down another 25. He's got a quick twitch, uh, great motor, super strong kid. So very excited. Uh, 
to see him commit. I actually got the chance to talk with him after the commitment. Uh, A&M has been his dream school. He got the offer at the pool party, sat down with Jimbo for about an hour, just talking about the offer, talking about Texas A&M. Uh, so it meant, a, it meant a great deal to him to be able to commit to his dream school and uh, get to go to play at Texas A&M. So uh, th- it's been a great week uh, there to start off with the pool party. And I know uh, I got a couple more things to say, but I, I would love to hear what you have to say. Back to that, Josh. Yeah, I, th- I think everything kind of went as expected. You know, we kind of talked about this last week, um, you know, sh- you know, sure, Texas was in, was in the running um, a little bit, you know, between them and, and A&M for Hill. Um, but I think a lot of people thought, you know, A&M was the move there. Um, if, you, if you're asking me, I think Texas hasn't done a good job in the last maybe three or four, maybe even longer years of developing linebackers. And so, you know, until they can probably start doing that, you know, A&M is going to have the advantage there if you're talking about uh, who they're going to choose. Now we'll, we'll see because now you got Braylon Shelby up next, right? I think he's down. Who's he down between? It's it's Texas and USC, right? Am I, is that right? Yep. Yeah. And I think yep. he's committing this week or sometime soon, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, we'll see. That would Yeah. So we'll see if Texas – We'll see if Texas can can get that. Yeah, it, you didn't get Hill, but I mean, you, you know, that would be a nice kind of consolation prize if you ask me. Um, I think for me, the steal of of that is is uh, is Brooks from Shiner. You know, people sometimes they don't really look at the two A, three A, four A schools because they're quote unquote smaller schools, but so that to me that's an absolute steal. Um, I think Brooks is one of those dynamic type of athletes where he's going to have success. At, you know, at the next level. Uh, you know, don't don't count him out just because he plays for a 2A school so uh, for me Brooks was the absolute steal um turn back, I know you said you have a lot more thoughts so I want to turn it back over to you but I do have a question I want you to ponder you know outside of Hill who we you know that was probably the big name and you know let's not let's take Malachi out of the equation um and maybe even Samu and, and Brooks because we kind of talked about uh, who else and because I know you're in these these Twitter spaces for for A&M kind of insiders, if you will, who else outside of those kind of four, um, you know, maybe really got a great impression from A&M and might be leaning towards them now that hasn't really already committed. I think TJ Shanahan from Westlake, it's been uh, kind of rumored that he's definitely leaning towards Texas A&M. Um, he's a guy, a lot of people thought were, was going to commit at a pool party. He ended up waiting. I think he's going to take some official visits and really, enjoy the recruiting process, but I think he's a guy the Aggies can get. Um, I'll bring up Malachi Nelson again. I I think the impression that they made on him this weekend is huge, and it's huge in two ways. One, you get a chance at getting one of these top quarterbacks in this class uh, after you missed out on two others. Uh, The interest is there. That's number one. That's the big part about this. Number two is we have already had a visit from number one wide receiver in the country, Zachariah Branch, who is also committed to USC. Now, Branch and Malachi Nelson both want to play together. So if one of the two decide to flip to AM, you could see AM getting the other guy because they want to play together, which th- this could be huge for AM's recruitment, huge for their recruiting class. Uh, I think Nelson being at the pool party was a really big deal for AM. Uh, also, other than that, I would think uh, some of the 24 guys that they had come, uh, I, I heard lots of things from uh, mainly the Atasca Cedar players, uh, specifically Tory Blaylock and Nate Kibble. They absolutely loved the experience at Texas A&M. All of them 
uh, only had great things to say about AM. And uh, I think the pool party just leaves a great impression on these kids. Also, you get to eat uh, what many people in the recruiting world have called the best barbecue they've ever had from D-line coach uh, Terry Price. Uh, watching him pull out 80 racks of ribs for these kids and mixed with brisket and sausage. It, it's just a fun experience for the kids. They love it. All of them were talking about how great the barbecue was. So uh, I, th- I think this weekend was a great thing for AM. You, su- you saw a lot of kids uh, really enjoy the experience and really kind of impact their recruitment. Uh, one last thing I will bring up you about another kid, I believe, uh, AM now has a really good chance with this. Peyton Bowen from Denton Geyer. He's committed to Notre Dame. He had gone on a visit to OU with his uh, quarterback who's committed there, uh, Jackson Arnold, who we had on the show not too long ago, and he really loved the visit at OU. Uh, I think it was kind of cool for him to be there with his high school teammates, and the idea of playing with Arnold at the next level is very intriguing. But Bowen also went down to A&M, and uh, Anthony Hill, who played Little League football with Peyton Bowen a lot, uh, really was in his ear all weekend, and there were lots of good things to be said about how that those conversations went and how uh, he felt about AM. So you could be seeing Peyton Bowen, who's one of the top DBs in the state, uh, start to flip his commitment. And if it was up to me, I would say it's definitely between OU and AM at the time. So you think he's done with uh, with Notre Dame, then is kind of what you're saying. Well, um, any if you go ahead, go ahead. You, you guys just... I mean, unofficially, I think he is. Uh, I think. Uh, I think based off his past two visits, it, it's very intriguing to him, uh, one, to play with his teammates from Dent Geyer, but also then, two, uh, his childhood best friend – or one of his childhood friends that he's played Little League football with, with Anthony Hill. Um, when you got the number one linebacker in the country in front of you at safety and then uh, the D-line recruiting class with a guy like Samu and some of these other guys that ain't in the is getting especially from the last class i think it's i think it's going to be a fun time to be a db in the a&m defense the next couple of years so i think that's very intriguing for him and uh we'll see how it goes definitely uh i guess one other piece of noteworthy commitments happening um from the uh, you know state of high texas high school football was colton vasek uh i think i said that last name right apologies if i didn't uh he commits to ou which many people thought he 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 would that was kind of the the thought going into the weekend, and he does, uh, you know, uh, some UT fans, I guess, are a little upset because, you know, he's uh, one of those legacy players. His dad played for UT, and, you know, he's from that area. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to you gotta go your own path, right? And, and heck, his, t- his teammate and, I think, good friend um, uh, is uh, did commit to UT, so he, he's there now. I graduated uh, last year. Um, I think Ethan, if, I'm, if I got the name right, uh, I'm not I'm – not, hundred percent on that, but I think that's the name. Um, it escapes me at the moment. Um, but, uh, regardless, uh, he commits to, to OU and, and he's going to forge his own path. So that's probably the other kind of big time commit that I saw from this past weekend. Did you see any other commitments, uh, outside of those from A&M and Colton? Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a commitment from a uh, Klein King DB Davin Martin committed to uh, Louisiana Lafayette this weekend. Uh, this is a kid I got to watch in a playoff game last year against Spring. Uh, he's a DB that can do it all. Uh, definitely plays the ball well, plays well in coverage. Uh, those Spring wider series were no joke last year. He was able to stay step in step with them. Uh, very impressed with him. And ULL is definitely getting a big-time DB uh, out of Davin Martin. 
Uh, other notes I just have recruiting across the state are uh, Alfar Kwan Jr. from the Woodlands, uh, class of 2025, picked up an offer from Penn State. Uh, this kid's recruitment has really blown up this offseason, picking up some big-time offers. Uh, Penn State's the next to add to the list. He's going to be a big part of this Woodlands explosive offense next season, so I'm very excited to see that. Uh, and one last thing, just about the Colton ba- or Vasek uh, commitment, I think it's I think it's something very interesting to look at um, for Texas because I think this dude is going to be a freak athlete, a great D1 player. Uh, I think it's going to be a guy that when Texas looks back and they're in, in the Cotton Bowl playing OU uh, and Vasek's getting in the backfield, that, that's going to be one that they're going to be wishing they didn't miss out on. Um, I just find it hard to see how wide Texas want to try to push harder for a kid in their backyard, but uh, big time get for OU. Very excited for Colton and to see the rest of his career play out. Uh, first off, yeah, it was Ethan Burke. So um, that's, that's, that was his friend, but it will be interesting, right? I mean, you know, we can never know what goes on behind the scenes, right? Why, why they don't win someone or something like that. I mean, heck I'll say this, they'll have to contend with the Texas on paper seems to be building a pretty nice offensive line. I mean, from all accounts, uh, banks, um, the, the, the freshman has shown up and he looks like, uh, looks like he's a senior out there already. So, um, at the end of the day, we can, we can only know what, what goes on. We can only assume what goes on behind the closed doors. I know they have their eyes on a couple of others. Uh, you know, uh, Gillette, I think he's committing actually sometime soon in the next few days. And I know he, he's, I know that's one of Texas's targets and, Hey, maybe they stay on him and try to get him to come to uh, to, to Texas between now and and signing day. So, um, yeah, man, it's uh, sometimes it's sometimes as, as as fans as me and you both are, it's it's one of those weird things where you can scratch your head and be like, why didn't we get this commit right? And that happens many a time. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> we're all we're all just kind of we we can't do nothing about it, right? We just have to just hope for the best when it comes to to being a fan and we we both know the the pain and suffering of of being uh being part of teams that really haven't um been to the promised land and and I mean, I don't want to put your team on blast, but so I won't say how many years, but mine it's been, you know, quite a few years as well. So, um hey, but I feel like I, we've said this I think the last three or four weeks 2024 or 2025, it's going to be great football when A&M and Texas meet. They seem to both be building great programs. And, heck, I, I, I even as a Longhorn, I can admit, you know, A&M, if they get the right pieces, I mean, they got the talent on defense where 23, 24, I would not be surprised if, if A&M could potentially win it all. So um, with that being said, any other last comments before we move on to our interview for the week, Jackson? No, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. And like you just said, I, I – I'm just glad Texas and AM are recruiting at this level again. It, it's great to see uh, them get nitty and gritty in the state of Texas and compete for the same guys. Uh, winning Anthony Hill for, uh, from Texas for AM was was it was almost like uh, watching a football game for Texas AM playing each other. You have fans going back and forth on Twitter. It's just a fun time for Texas football and AM football right now. Very excited to see them play. And as an AM fan, I'm excited to see uh, Texas kind of back to where they used to be. I want to play them. At the, I would love to watch AM play them at, the, at their best. So uh, it's going to be a fun next couple of years in the SEC. Well, if everything pans out the way, both Texas and Texas AM fans hope it will. I mean, you're going to have. To put, you know, again, this is dream scenario here. 
you have two top five teams playing each other. Um, game one of the of the rivalry rivalry part two, if you will. Um, so with that being said, uh, Ashton is not here, but he is the one getting us the interview this week. I don't even know who it is. He's just I uh, got you. So with that being said, let's jump to our interview with Ashton right now. I'm here with a 2024 three-star Cypher quarterback, Trey Owens. How you doing today, Trey? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. I really want to thank you for being here, and I really appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Thank you for the invite. So let's just get right into it, man. So last year as a collective, you went 7-4 and four overall, placing third in district. Walk me through your sophomore season and what got you to this position, especially <laughs> after picking up Carter Craven, especially after picking up from Carter Craven's last season. Um, I knew I had, to, I had a little bit of a QB battle with a senior who he was good. Um, um, I think early on it was pretty even, like during the spring, but – after a little bit, I think we kind of moved. I guess I started getting more reps against my backup. And as a team, we were pretty young. So we had our we had our times where you could tell we were young. We had some big mistakes, lost those two industry games that we should have won. Um, but then there were also a glimpse of, oh, maybe this, maybe this can work. Maybe we can be a good team. Um, I think Picking up after Carter was pretty tough because that last season they were they were really good. Lost a bunch of guys, so I'm sure that kind of hurt because some of the old linemen that I had, um, they were all used to Carter, and then they have this little young guy come in. It's like, well, he's not the guy we've had the whole time. Um, but this year, I think it's going to be – we're going to be matured because we're going to have a whole year under our belt. I think we'll be back and ready to win some games. To, to further elaborate on what you said, I mean, not many sophomores are able to play varsity, but let alone play for such a team with such history like Cypher. So what worked for you to be able to get into that position and beat out that senior for that starting spot? Um, I think I just put my mind to it. I was it's like, I, th- I, know I, I know I can do this. It's not impossible. So I'm just going to put my, my head down and just – do as much as I can, be first on the field, get warmed up, last on the field, do some extra conditioning, just get myself ready for the season and beat them out. So to be able to beat out people and be able to continue that, you need to be able to work. I've seen you've been working out with Footwork King recently. Can you kind of talk to me how that has been going? Yeah, I work, work out with a guy named JP there. Um, I've been with him since fourth grade, and I've never lost hope in him. Uh, I never actually started at quarterback until my ninth grade season. I was always back up. Um, but I never stopped. I never got my head down. I was like, oh, I can't do this. I'm just going to quit or play a different sport or do something else. But I always get my mind to it, knowing it'll all pay off in the end. And eventually um, it did. And obviously, like you said, it did pay off. You're, you're now a three-star. You got around nine offers. A lot of schools have a lot of interest in you. So walk me through what your recruitment is like. Um, it's uh, pretty busy. During the spring season when it's kind of every everything blew up, UTSA offered me first. And I was like, whoa, this is this is about to get it's about to get fun. And that same day Rice offered. But it was kind of cool, felt kind of bad. My chemistry teacher, I had third period. I used to always get called out of class in her specific class to go talk to coaches. 
but she was the nicest lady, one of my nicest teachers I've ever had. Um, but after my spring season, I got a bunch of invites to camps and little small visits. So I went on all of those, went about eight or nine camps, about maybe two or three visits. Um, I really got a chance to get some good relationships with a lot of great coaches. And I can't wait to like further our relationships. So talking about those coaches, what coaches have been recruiting you and talking to you the most so far? I'd say uh, I have a good relationship with Coach Brewer at SMU. Um, he was kind of one of the first coaches to kind of reach out and want to create a relationship. Um, talk with Coach Milwee a ton from UT. We get on the phone about once a week, just talk things through. What's the next step? Um, when, when I'm going to see him next, uh, I talk with Coach Bryant at Texas Tech. He's one of the QB coaches. Uh, he's a funny guy. I have a good relationship with him. Went up to camp this year, talked a lot, enjoyed my time up there with him. Um, and one guy I've been talking to probably the longest because Tui at Rice. He's a great coach. He's had NFL experience, so he knows what it takes to have to play that position. So to, to kind of further onto those, you said you went on to two or three visits. Walk me through what those visits are like and what the environment is. Um, I, one of the visits, I'll just use my SMU one, for example. They had like a small little mini camp before with a, some of their recruits. And then after that, I went and toured their facility, took some pictures. But I think the, the thing I pulled out of it the most is after we went into Coach Brewer's office and just sat and talked about everything. And it meant a lot. He's, he's a very honest guy. Um, I think he's, he's just – he. one thing he explained to me was us coaches, too, have, like, a dream of what they want to do. Some guys want to go be play callers, want to go be head coaches. So, it, I don't know. I took a lot away from it because um, a lot of – and I, a lot of times these days um, coaches – leave schools and players are like oh I'm out I'm just like out in the open what am I going to do can I just come with you it's not how that works it's just oh, with the transfer portal now kind of throws everything in the world so with your your first varsity season under your belt just shy of 1800 yards almost 20 touchdowns a three-star rating nine offers what goals what do you see junior year holding for you I think the goal for me and my team is kind of I'm not I'm trying not to pay as much attention to the recruiting because that, that will come but in this moment I want to win as many games as me and my team can because we have a great coaching staff a great just group of players and like a family um right now I think we're just focused on getting the playoffs or no winning district and Winning, game, winning every single game in the playoffs and hopefully make a little run of state. All right, Trey. I want to. I really want to thank you again for being here this early and uh, getting up and just doing this interview with me. Do you have anything else that you would like to say to the people that may be doubting Cypher next year? Um, I know it didn't look great last year, but things are about to turn up and we're going to be one of the teams to watch for sure. All right, Trey, man. Thank you. Have, have a great day. Thank you so much.
Thank you. As always, always love to have these interviews uh, week in and week out. You know, get some good interviews. So maybe I'll, I need to try my hand on it. I, I've, I've done a couple, but you know, maybe I need to try my hand at a couple of interviews. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. That being said, let's move on to our under the radars for this week. Of course, our under the radar segment is where we take a look at athletes we consider are quote unquote under the radar for one reason or another. You know, whether that's a, maybe a four or five star that doesn't have as many offers as we think they should, or it's a kid that is a no kid kind of a no star kind of athlete, but we feel the talent is off the charts and they should have more offers um, than they do. So that being said, let's turn it over to you, Jackson. Who is your under the radar athlete for this week? Yeah, my, my under-the-radar athlete this week is Chris Gilbert Jr. from Katie Tompkins High School. He's a six-foot, 185-pound dual-threat quarterback. Uh, he's a guy I got to watch at a, at a King of the City camp uh, run by Mike West a couple weeks ago. I was really, really impressed with this kid. Really caught my eye all day. Uh, he can throw the deep ball. He can throw uh, the quick pass. He can throw the ball over the middle. Guy just has a big-time arm, was putting the ball in the money all weekend. Uh, he's a big-time playmaker. Uh, he's a guy that I can see definitely picking up some offers in the next couple of weeks. Also, in uh, this fall, uh, playing against some of the top competition in Texas 6A football. Uh, as you can see in the highlights, he's, he's just a baller. and he's, he's a kid who definitely deserves a shot and definitely deserves uh, a school to offer him. I think he's a kid uh, that is going to really ball out in that district this year and definitely be out on the lookout for Tompkins and Chris uh, as they're going to have a big-time year, and uh, he's definitely going to be a kid to watch this next season. My under-the-radar this week is Noah Baker of Austin LBJ. You know, I think sometimes Austin LBJ gets kind of um, maybe, you know, lost in the shuffle when it comes because they were a 4A school you don't really think of them as a power but they are an absolute power when it comes to football and Noah Baker is no exception comes into his senior year compiling 56 tackles 17 pass breakups and three interceptions last year as a defensive back I think what stood out to me when you watch these clips is his discipline you can see how he stays on his reads um, which allows him to make those, you know, interceptions when it calls for, or even the tackles, as as well, like I said, or the pass breakups, as you'll see in these clip, clips. I guess speed is key to some of this as well. Uh, you know, as soon as he makes his read, he is quick to the ball. He's not indecisive either, right? He he doesn't hesitate. Once he knows the play, once he sees it, once he reads it, he goes for it. And I think that allows him to make the plays that he does. So very high football IQ from what I see from this kid as well. I think he's also a good size for a defensive back. He, he comes in at 6'2", which is kind of that size that you like to see in that position. Uh, he only currently has five offers, uh, Arizona State, uh, Campbell, Fordham, Missouri, and Navy. Um, like I said, he did the, the, the Austin LBJ. They, they were a 4A school for quite a while. They're bumping up to 5A this year. And I feel like just an, a great senior year by him from the fact that he's actually be playing at a 5A level now. I think that's definitely going to help. Um, getting those eyeballs on Baker. And I think by the year's end, he's going to have more than those five commitments. So uh, Noah Baker is my under-the-radar athlete for this week. If you or someone you know is an under-the-radar athlete and you want them to be featured on our show, hit us up in the comments. Let us know in the DMs. Send us an email, info at bitemedia.com for, for one. Uh, you know, myself or Jackson, hit us up in, the, in our Twitter uh, DMs. We will cover you on this show. That's what we like to do. We like to show the love to these athletes that are being uh, under-recruited for one reason or another. It's going to do it for our show today. But as always, before we get out of here, I'd like to turn it over 
and just give you the chance to shout out anything or anyone. So Jackson, what are you shouting out this week? Who are you shouting out this week? Well, first of all, I want to shout out Samu. Uh, really great talking with him. Got got to call him after he kind of told me the news that he was going to commit to AM. was a really special moment for him. Also really cool uh, getting to work in the sports industry. When a kid commits to the team that you're a fan of, it's, it's very fun to get to talk to a kid about that uh, and talk about that. So shout out Samu for letting me uh, – uh, interview you this week for an article. Uh, also, shout out to you, Josh. We're on episode 26. Things have been get, getting rolling here. We're getting really busy, but uh, we're still getting the show done, still uh, interviewing these top athletes, uh, talking about a lot of uh, recruiting across the state. So shout out to you, Josh, and also just shout out uh, to the entire Vibe crew. Uh, we've been really busy lately, but it's been a lot of fun, and we're almost there. We're almost at the end of it, the start of football. That's right. Halfway to a year for the Viper Crew Spotlight episode 26. One year, uh, halfway there. I'm going to shout out, I'm going to shout out Sam Marcus. I'm looking forward to, uh, to our campus meeting day with them. I got a really great relationship with the Sam Marcus community. Um, so excited to go there and showcase their athletes for, um, for Vibe campus and, and, you know, getting the magazine for them. Um, also, uh, this isn't really a shout out, but this is just, uh, I guess it can be considered a shout out, but, Tune in this Saturday. Jackson is going to be going live with Parker Jenkins for his commitment. Um, you know, of course, you know, we, we may have a hint to where he's going, but um, you have to tune in live Saturday. Instagram live, I believe it is, to see where Parker is going to be committing at 11 o'clock in the morning uh, on the Vibe Houston Instagram account. Make sure to tune in. Big time player for Klein Forest. Going to be committing. Don't want to miss it. Jackson, that's our show for today. Again, halfway to to one to, to to one year, you know, halfway there. As always, we'll be here every Friday at noon, bringing you all that Texas high school football recruiting news you need to know. So until next week, I'm Wack, and that's Jackson. We'll see you at the games.